1: even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent, such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com iHeart, or text iHeart to 500-500.
2: My guest is on the line. Been waiting on this young man, entertainment attorney. Yes, he's been instrumental in the music business. Uh, Let me just straighten this out. He has been my next guest has been instrumental in the music business, negotiating artist ownership and label deals, including Lil Wayne and Young Money Entertainment. EZE, Bad Boy Records, Bars to Men. This guy, uh, you may have recently heard about him in the news about the Lil Wayne obtaining those rights. He's uh he's starting two new companies, and we're gonna talk about that on the phone when we we'll bring him right up. Please welcome, entertain, extraordinaire. I want to say extraordinary because I got another friend named Ricky Anderson, who I call extraordinaire, too. Please welcome to the show, money making conversation, Ron Sweeney. Good morning. How are you, sir? Hey, Ron, uh, Ron, uh, you know, have we met, Ron? We never
0: met. You know, I think we have. I- I think we have. Uh, you know, I've been around a long time.
2: Well, I, 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 saw, I believe we have. I, th- I, I started going through the resume, and, you know, because I was managing Steve mm-hmm. Hart, we was doing all kind of radio in L.A., right. and then also uh, New York was up there for two years. I can't believe we're not messing. I think I think maybe uh, Alfred Liggins may have introduced us together or something like that, but welcome to Money Making Conversation, young man. How's life treating you? Well,
0: life's not bad, man. I woke up this morning. I can't complain.
2: Well, that's that's how it all starts. I tell people all the time that uh, it's kind of interesting, Ron. Like, my alarm clock goes off at 4.15 every morning. I wake up before my alarm clock, and I'm happy. Because so that means that God woke me up, and I'm a happy man.
0: I'm I happy wake man. up at 4.30 in the morning also. Okay, and see? I sit and watch the sun rise over the water, and it just fills me with so much joy.
2: Now, let's talk about your career. It's incredible. Because your career okay. is illustrious, I have to say illustrious. So, how did you? you how did you get started in the business? Because, you know, a lot of a lot of times, you know, you get in this business and this is not what you choose to do. It's what direction. That, you're a smart businessman. You know, you go where you where, where where the opportunity allows you to grow your brand and generate the most revenue. How did that happen for you? As an entrepreneur. Well,
0: well, I um originally wanted to be an i intern- I'm sorry uh, a drummer
3: uh
0: I played drum and drums in high school and uh I ended up uh, one day my mother came into my room and told me I had three choices get a job <laughs> go to school or get out <laughs> so my fingers did the walking on the yellow pages and Cal State Northridge was still accepting uh uh applications and my mother used to always be on me about keeping my grades up so I did do that so I was able to get into college, and then I ended up. Uh, the drum machine came out, and then I realized that you know there wasn't a lot of opportunity as a drummer. So I decided to go to law school.
2: Right.
0: I got into law school. I went to USC Law School. Got into law school, and actually, my third year of law school, I was very depressed because I had been working at a litigation firm, and I just it wasn't me. I you know I didn't like the idea of having to act like somebody that wasn't me. I wanted to be my myself. And it just so happened my last year, last semester of law school, mm-hmm. um, um, Peter Frampton's manager gave a seminar on entertainment law. Wow! And I'm like, wow, this would be great. So I called uh, Joseph Porter, who was like the guy back in the '70s, uh, a brother in the entertainment business, a Kappa brother of mine. Mm-hmm. And I called him hey man, up. Amen, amen. be your uh,
2: conversation there, Ron, with all that Kappa talk. Okay? No. Well, well, you
0: know, you know, you know it's it's all about what we were all taught. Am I right?
2: No, no, Mega Man, you talking to Mega Man. Don't 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 ruin your interview with that Kappa talk. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> don't do that to you. Keep talking well, though. Keep talking
0: though. Well, I, I won't <laughs> do that. I won't do that.
2: Okay. I love <laughs> you, man. Keep talking. I was just joking with you. Keep talking.
0: But you know, so so I ended up going to work. I, I told him he, I could go. Uh, he could get get free services, and I would get credit. And so one thing led to another, and because I had been a musician in L.A. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew different people, and mm-hmm. so um, my practice started to grow. And then I eventually left Joseph Porter, and I ended up uh, starting my own practice. And Fred Wesley came to me the very next week, who, by the way, I had um, years ago met because I was a tax auditor uh, with the Internal Revenue while I, while I was you know in, in, uh at UCLA undergrad. Right. So anyway, one thing led to another, and uh, my practice was born. and you know, there were good times, bad times, but I kept going, and uh, eventually I built up a clientele that uh, could support myself, my wife, and my kids.
2: So I, I love your res bio because I, it, it, it spans a time of, uh, of uh, you know, bad boy records, boys to men. and I see Drake, Nicki Minaj. So it's it, it's really interesting that Lil Wayne can't forget that name. So so that means that there's longevity in the, the great Eazy E. So who's your first big client?
0: Um, you know, i like to say Clarence Avon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clarence Avon is the godfather in the music business.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll tell you the story uh, about how we met. Yes, sir. And I was at the, uh, at the office, and uh, this guy called up, and he was pissed off at the lawyer that I worked for, and he started uh, cursing at me. And so I'm from South Central L.A. So, you I know, mean, I would never <laughs> let anybody talk to me like that. So I went off on it. Mm-hmm. And the next he said, man, I got to meet you. So he came <laughs> over to my office, over to the office. We sat and talked four or five hours, right. um, just about everything. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when I left, the, left that office, about six months later, he came to me for representation. And, uh, you know, we had a great run. We, we uh, he, he owned Taboo Records. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, I, I did the SOS band, the... The deal for the SOS band, Alexander O'Neill, Sherell. But I also picked up uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Terry decided that he wanted to hire the lawyer on the other side because I was so tough.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I ended up, uh, I had a great run with them. We did uh, seven Janet Jackson records together mm-hmm. uh, in addition to you know, the rest of their career. Then I also managed Climax, an all-girl band. I was very, very, very blessed during that period of time because the, you know, the music business was really fertile. And it was probably one of the most creative times in, in in the history
2: of the business. Well, the interesting thing about it is that what I what I noticed in your career, first of all, everybody Clarence is often called the godfather of black music. Just let everybody know the play the role he played in uh and is playing in our history because his music is still being played that he impacted over the years. And so hearing that relationship and realizing how you came about, what I'm hearing about your your career is that you see an opportunity there was no fear. And a lot of people, when, they, and you're really, when you're willing to change, and a lot of people fear change, but that's not in your DNA, correct?
0: Correct. I mean, you know, fear is your worst enemy, and, and it's created by you. You know, it's, it's like a mind thing. It's, it's like one, you know, people, when they realize that they actually, their mind should be their servant, not control them. You know what I mean.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: so it, mm-hmm. it's like it's like from a, from from my standpoint, I look at something and say, "Why not? How come I can't do it?" You know, and I go about doing it because I put it in my mind that, "Hey, this is what I want to do, so let's do it." And that's how I operate.
2: Now you're operating really good. You're about to open two more businesses, okay? From why 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 are you expanding now? What what what, what motivation is leading you to open up these two in 2019? These two different entrepreneurial opportunities?
0: You know, I got to tell you, I made myself a promise that when I turned 65,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I was going to now do what I wanted to do as opposed to what I had to do. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've paid for a lot of college education. <laughs> I've taken care of a lot of family members. You know, our first generation money, yes, sir. we have to reach back and make sure the rest of our family is fine. Yes, sir. So my, fi- my family is fine. So I'm now going to go do what I wanted to do and i've always wanted to buy and sell companies and will and deal because literally that's what i really do anyway uh for my for my clients mm-hmm. i'm just now going to do it for myself and have some fun
2: cool one of the companies is called broad beach capital uh which which is uh yes. it's a venture capital company which is really uh, specializes in investing in tech startups which is pretty pretty heavy and uh, entertainment entities tell us about that
0: well you know uh, the real money, you know, we we, 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 as, we as black folks are told, you know, to work hard, get education, keep your nose to the grind, and and, and and make it happen. You know, that that's that's true, but it's not true. The real money is made from doing deals and investing. Uh, and that's something that's very difficult for folks to do without money, but that should be everybody's goal because that's how you, you need money working for you versus you working for money. Right. Right, and right. for us, for me, you know, I, 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 Broad Beach Capital is special to me. I'm, I'm I'm sitting here with you. I'm staring at the beach. I'm staring at the water because I live in, on Broad Beach, mm-hmm. and it's it's. I, I live around billionaires. I'm the only one faking it till I make it out here. <laughs> Come stop. Stop. <laughs> and, and stop, stop,
2: uh, You may not be a billionaire, but you are a strong millionaire. Okay, Mr. Sweeney, Mr. Sweeney. No,
0: I, I got to tell you, I got to stop you. I'm a billionaire. You know why I'm a you, no, no. Let me let me say. I'm a billionaire because I have things that money can't buy. Okay, think about it. Okay, I have a loving wife, loving mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. I, I have things that money can't buy. So I am a billionaire. I'm just working towards the other side of it,
2: the financial, the the the, the, the liquid side, the asset side of it.
0: The That's
2: liquid, yeah, the liquid side. Let's Wait. put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> I love this guy. Oh, let, let, when we come <laughs> back, we're gonna we're gonna really delve in deep into these uh, your your career some more because I don't wanna, because you know you you don't you know, give out many interviews and I feel fortunate to have you on my oh. show to discuss an amazing the career and the the impact you've affected a, uh, uh, a tax auditor, to a lawyer, to a manager, to. A, of running record labels. It's his only startup now, he's going to be a capital investor. We'll be right, right back with more Ron Sweeney on money making conversations. I'm back Rashawn McDonald, my next guest, who's on the line as a widely respected entertainment attorney who has been instrumental in the music business for negotiating owner, artist ownership and label deals, including Lil Wayne and Young Money Entertainment. Now, Young Money ent- artists include Drake, who don't know Drake, who don't know Nicki Minaj, who don't know Tiger. Lil Twist, and others. His history in the music business includes Easy e Bad Boy Records, Boys to Men, and many more. As an entertainment attorney, he negotiated for Lil Wayne to own his rights in a settlement with cash money, owning his assets, his music, and himself. He is also launching two companies in 2019, his consultancy, Ron Sweeney & Company, and a venture capital company, Broad Beach Capital, and he's looking out at the water right now. Because you know he lives on Broad Beach. Please welcome the money-making conversation again. Attorney, entertainment attorney Ron Sweeney. Are you entertainment attorney? Or are you just Ron Sweeney now. What are you now, Ron? You know because they just they just told you me they're putting in your credit a, just an entertainment attorney.
0: I, I'm a I'm, I'm a entertainment lawyer. Yes, sir. A, attorney that that you know an entertainment attorney does a lot of things that Absolutely. people don't understand. Right. You know, it's not just negotiating a contract. I mean, you literally become like the COO of a client's all of the client's companies because you're pretty much running their companies, and so that involves a great deal when your companies are extremely successful, like you know, like a Young Money. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, mm-hmm. you know, I I, I I have dealt with um, a variety of issues over the last thirteen years.
2: Yes, sir. Now let me ask you this about that when you're dealing with money and there's fear because nobody wants to lose their deal, especially when it may be the biggest deal in, in, in their life, you know, because we're talking about entertainment is really interesting because money comes in lump form sometimes, you know, you, you know, you can, you can get a big lump and then it just disappears for a while. When you, when you're dealing with money and talking to people about opportunities, what is the number one issue that pops up? Is it faith that you might cost them the deal or not seeing the big picture?
0: Uh, I think the biggest issue for uh, especially young black, black folks, you know, they, don't, they don't have a sense of what the big picture is because what they've seen is very limited. Right. You know, they, what they know is the hood, and, and, you know, this in the beginning it's like their opportunity out of the hood, so they're willing to sign just about anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What I try to do, is, you know, what I do, I measure this, the, uh, the, the power of the artist. You know, an hour, a, a artist going into a deal and never sold any records, you have no power. You know, you just you, you negotiate the best you can. But an artist such as Little Wayne, you know, um, after selling a bunch of records, you know, you pretty much can can uh, dictate the terms. You just have to understand the power that you have. And, you know, most people don't understand that. Some Most people are just happy to be in the room. You know, when I'm in the room, I'm in the room to get what's best for my client, whether... The company likes me
2: or not? It doesn't matter. And that's just very true because in this business, it's not really about being liked; it's about being respected. I, I it took me a minute Precisely. to understand that. And when you look at that, so now the consultancy firm that you, have, the Ron Sweeney and Company, what exactly is that? That's just taking all this years of knowledge that you gained, you know, from USC, from U S L A, taxes and management and running labels and 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 and. and, and, and Legal, legal, legal. You know, uh, what, is, what is that?
0: You know, he, he, with experience, you see a lot of things. Yes, I mean, sir. you live long enough, you see, you see, you see cycles. Yes, sir. You know what, what has happened? What has happened in the in the music, in, in the entertainment business in general? The digital resolution wow. revolution is truly a revolution. When you stop and think about it, back in 1970. The only place, if you wanted to release your record, you had to go through the record company and you had to accept their terms.
2: That's exactly right.
0: Fast forward to 2018, you have the ability to set up your own company, put out your own company, create your own brand. You have the ability to do so much more. And what it means is instead of giving all the rights to the company and they control your money, you can do it yourself. And you can have all of these baskets of income coming in because you're a brand. That's what has transpired. That's what has, the business has become for what I call smart money. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know what's happening now is it's not about being a personal manager to somebody, because a personal manager, in the sense you want you're trying to keep your client happy and you're trying to manage their affairs, but the, man, the affairs have become so much more sophisticated. You know, folks need somebody that's sophisticated enough that knows all of these efforts Areas and know how to know all the moving parts, so to speak, and that's and that's what my company is about. It's about a company that knows how all the moving parts work and how they interrelate. I mean, it's like instead of going into a deal saying, "Wow, I'm gonna get five, I'm gonna get this at five hundred thousand dollar advance," how about going into a a, a deal thinking about the middle, the, the beginning, the middle, and the end? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. artists have a all artists, you know, I say that they have a moment in time, you know, and it's a question of what do they do with that moment in time? If all they're interested in is flying on the jet and and getting advanced, I guarantee you they're going to end up broke. Absolutely. And they're not going to own anything. Right. If they think the right way and think long-term and start thinking about rights, you know, the, the entertainment business is about intellectual property and the question is who's going to own that intellectual property and at, at the very beginning the record companies the entertainment companies they're running there to try to snatch up all those rights and the, the artists don't realize they're giving those rights up in perpetuity yeah so i can't begin to tell you the number of artists that listen to that music on the radio and they ain't getting paid it's re- it's very sad it is because sad because they gave up those
2: rights it is sad so, so- mike Continue, continue, I apologize, continue, you, you're saying, you, you're preaching, my friend, keep talking.
0: My 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 company is about teaching folks how to be real businesses, because that's what they are. There was an article that just came out in Billboard talking about how much money black music generates now. Um, You know, if you go to look and see who owns it, no, the artists don't own it, the record companies own it. Mm-hmm. And they've gotten to the point where they, they give out these contracts now, man, they're worse. These contracts are worse now than they were before when I first got started. I know, because everybody's snatching up all the rights. My thing with my clients is we want to own. You know, it's like you know, Little Wayne owns Drake and Nicki. As long as he's alive, until he decides to sell, sell, sell those masters, he's going to get money every month, every day.
2: As I always if say, if I had been
0: a different kind of lawyer, huh?
2: As I always sorry, say that's a, that's making money while you sleep. Money in the mail, checks exactly. in the mailbox. That's the goal. Not not going on exactly. stage performing, not getting on a plane because you have to do a, a set. The goal is to be laying in bed, go to your mailbox, or just open up your app your app on your bank account and go, Thank you. This plan is working. I
0: call it sitting I call it sitting on your deck and, and, and reviewing your, your, your uh uh your investments at your leisure.
2: So so would you, you like with these two firms you started how does one reach out to you or oh, that uh, that has to be recommended? How does one uh become a client as or, or as a part of your consultancy firm ron, ron Sweeney and Company or uh, broad beach where you where you're looking for tech startups and uh as a capital investment how does that work? what's the next step if somebody it, was interested what,
0: You know folks have ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, if they had good ideas. I, I want to hear about, them. you know, mm-hmm. no, no ideas dumb, you know, uh, no ideas too small or uh, too small. Um, you know, for, for me, I spend time meeting with folks, uh, about, about their companies. There's loads of startup companies all over the country. And it's like sifting through an A it's like being an A and R person. You're A and the the, the uh, tech companies, to see which one you think will really happen, you know. And, and part of that requires meeting with the folks and understanding and just checking out their temperature to see if I think they can go the distance. You know, it's not always just about your ideas, about your management. It's, it's about how you operate. It's about how, how disciplined you are, you know. Um, when I deal with an artist, you know, I look and say, ask myself, can I add value? If I can't add value, I won't get involved. I need to be able to understand what that artist is about,
3: mm-hmm. and I
0: want to understand their work ethic. I want to know if they're, all they're talking about is money or they all, they're they talking about wanting to practice, in, in practice and develop their craft. Because the guy that's focused on money ain't going nowhere. Right. The guy that doesn't care nothing about money except his career, that's the star because wow. he's got that attitude, that thing.
2: Wow. That's amazing. Uh, Ron, I want to thank you for calling my show. Um, It's an amazing journey that you have. At 65, like you said, you're doing your thing now. You know, at 60, that's what I'm doing for myself now. Money Making Conversation, RashawnMcDonald.com, Baker Spotlight. I think everybody in life needs to hear that. At some point in your life, you have to make a decision to make a decision about you. And And some people might call it selfish. I call it, hey, making a decision about you. When you wake up one day, it has to be about you. Because all your life you've given so much to others. I want to I wanna congratulate you for realizing that, Ron.
0: Thank you. And I want to congratulate you also, man. You have uh, shown you, you've been a light for a lot of people. I appreciate that.
2: I appreciate you. And you know I'm going to come to you about that tech startup. I got an idea. Now I know I can come to you. I'm going to bring it to you first, okay? <laughs>
0: Sounds good, man. You take care. I appreciate it.
2: And keep looking at that water. Keep looking at that water, okay? Mr. Billionaire. Trust me, that's the plan. Mr. (laughs)
1: Billionaire. I love it. Ron Sweeney.